0: Welcome to The Christian Contrast, where we talk about topics that remind us that Jesus calls us to live differently than the world around us. I'm Dan, and I'm here this week, this episode with Marnie Grigsby.
1: Yeah, I'm glad to be here.
0: Absolutely glad to have you here, the pastor of uh, Women's Ministry, here at Life Bible Fellowship Church. And so we're gonna continue to talk about discipleship. We're in the midst of these six episodes Mm -hmm. where we're talking about this. It's a big topic at our church right now and and where we're all looking to join together. So one of the things that that we're gonna focus in on is the obstacles that get in the way of that growth that we're seeking. Right. So before we get into that, for for people that don't know you, why don't you just talk a little bit about yourself and about the role that you play here at the church? Sure,
1: yeah. Well, um, as pastor of Women's Ministry, I have the pleasure Um, and the privilege of being able to really just be connected with women and all the things that are happening here at the church that are specific for women. Um, Things like women's Bible studies, we also have women's life groups, um, women's support groups that minister to women in different seasons and young moms, moms of school-age kids. Uh, We also have uh, special events throughout the year and a way to connect women and support women and um, encourage women. Uh, We have women's retreats. So I get to be a part of, in a lot of these things, being a kind of um, helping to organize, but also just overseeing other people as they're using their gifts and talents to to um, create events or plan retreats or, or lead women's groups. So a large portion portion of what I do is involved with overseeing all these different types of things, as well as um, just the pleasure of pastoral responsibilities, yeah. counseling, being a part of a pastoral team and, and a part of this church. so Yeah, so in your
0: role, I mean, even as we talk about the whole Mm -hmm. concept of discipleship, which every time we talk about it, I want to clarify, all right, discipleship is not just a one-on-one meeting or a class. It really is all of these things that we do. We're disciples of Jesus. But
1: Mm -hmm. in your role,
0: you get to sort of be involved in lots of different elements of it right you, you mm-hmm. you're constantly meeting with women one-on-one and talking through issues in their lives mm-hmm. you're leading groups you're facilitating leaders you're right up in front at retreats and at events so you get yeah. to be involved yeah. in lots of different parts of this mm-hmm. so so just to start off because we're going to talk about the whole concept of the obstacles and the things that get us stuck in our growth right what, what are just some observations you have when you're working with a you know a woman one on one or with some women in a group, and you're saying, mm-hmm. "All right, there, there's something that's keeping forward growth. There's something that's keeping the the closer discipleship of Jesus for happening. Mm-hmm. What, what are some of the things that you've seen get in the way of that?"
1: Right. Well, it's a great cre- question, and actually. Um, just, it's interesting because just this last week, every like four or five months with my Monday groups, especially, um, in order to understand what are their struggles, what are the obstacles, what are things happening in their lives that are kind of preventing them from really. Uh, moving forward. Um, I just did it with our Monday morning group. And a lot of the responses were similar to what women have been telling me or sharing in past years. And I'd say that probably the two key, two top um, answers are a busyness is one. Uh, Definitely busyness that our lives are so busy uh, that often that intentional time of getting into God's word or that intentional time coming out to a group or even to church doesn't happen, um, along with, uh, distractions and such. And, um, and I think also, uh, sometimes women, and they've been honest about this and and all these things are things that I have, you know, definitely struggled with that also at times, just our human nature is following our feelings too much. And I think that, you know, um, Things like, you know, I, I don't really feel like I'm when I'm getting into God's word that I'm getting anything, or I don't feel like going to church today, or I don't feel like um, going to a women's group, or I know I'm gonna um, be fed. And it's so funny, it's kind of ironic too, because they at the same time say, I I know, I, I, I believe, and I feel that it would be good for me, but when it comes down to it, I don't feel like doing it. So I think. We all kind of have to be aware of some of these types of things that creep in there and kind of keep us from that. Um, Feelings of fear, I think definitely women um, sometimes just don't even start because they're afraid that they may not be able to do it the right way or um, connect with other women. And I'm talking kind of broad, especially with women coming out, getting into groups. You know, going, moving past Sunday, excuse me, Sunday morning, and connecting with other women, yeah, and then also that next step of getting into God's word and, you know, uh, fellowship and opening up and, st- and things like that. Yeah, so. and,
0: and that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And even, I, I know a lot of uh, a lot of the things that you see, some of them probably are more pronounced or particular towards women. Mm-hmm. But I just know a lot of the things you just named. Right, and I think it's all of us. That's, that's all yeah. of us. Yeah. You know, when Absolutely. you talk about the distraction thing, yeah. that for sure is all of us. When you right. talk about the feelings and sort of mm-hmm. um, the what I feel like in the moment versus what I believe will bear fruit down the line, mm-hmm. that's definitely all of us. Right, yeah. And yeah. it's interesting, just it, it, one One of the things you were talking about was the whole idea of sort of, you know, right now I, you know, the the easier path is to stay home or the easier path Mm -hmm. is to be distracted by this other thing Mm -hmm. instead of gathering with God's people. Mm -hmm. I would just say for me, the the thing that I've observed that ties into this is that um, for me, if there's somebody that I'm talking to and they're saying it's time for me to grow, it's Mm -hmm. time for me to finally pursue victory over this sin that's been entangling me, it's finally time for me to, you know, there's a big change coming. For me, and I, I, I hope that this isn't cynical, but for me, the rate of success for somebody that Absolutely commits to being with other Christians. Right. I Feel like that is yes. yes. That is in many ways like yeah. Jesus' silver bullet. With like, mm-hmm. if you're around other Christians, you're very likely to just mm-hmm. by being around them, by yes. the encouragement, by Absolutely. the Spirit's work in that. Yes. You know, versus the person that says, "I'm going to do this," and shows up to two meetings, and then right. we never see them again.
1: Right. And, and exactly, and that's right where um, our enemy wants them. Absolutely. I mean, that is definitely, I think, the bullseye of his target that he's aiming at is um, to keep us from fellowship, to keep us from the support we need. And, and that's, um, again, one of the things I was thinking about, too, is the ties into this is just this, uh, for all of us, a lack of self-awareness mm. um, of just kind of our own struggles, our own obstacles. And even, like, again, I'll kind of revert back to that survey because I found that people just from taking the surveys through the through the years, come back and say, gosh, I even learned more from just the questions. Right.
0: Having to answer the question yeah, made I me like, realize something? okay, some what things. keeps you,
1: what is yeah. your struggle or what works well? And then even questions like, what are you getting out of it? it the, they, but all of these kind of um, add on to our, our awareness of ourselves and how God works in our life. But just that understanding of um, the process, the spiritual formation process too, I think, mm. um, Sometimes people don't realize that we aren't going to grow the same way on our own, oh, so that may, we will in fellowship. It's not going Anticipating
0: that I can just do a few things and I'm going to have really accelerated growth versus right. yeah. understanding... This is, you know, yeah. this is not the flashiest stuff all the time. This is in the
1: trenches. Right, exactly. And, um, you know, there's a key verse in Ephesians 4.16 that I love. And, it, it, you know, again, Paul's talking about the importance earlier on in that chapter of us growing in Christ, maturing in Christ, going in the knowledge and grace of him. Um, but then he goes on to kind of the, the different parts of the body and how the body works in such a way that um, then it says that we would be healthy. We'd be growing, and we'd be full of love, and we're not going to have those, all of those, in our lives at all in the same way, unless we're in fellowship, unless we're doing it together.
0: And that, yeah, and I'm, uh, yeah, I'm glad you're saying this. It's so much at the heart of what we're excited about as a church family right Right. now to Mm -hmm. say. How are we participating in one another's discipleship? It's a project we're all in on. Right.
1: Yeah, Everybody's yeah. a
0: part of this. And
1: it's, it's exciting what's happening in the church. Yeah. And I, I, people are talking about that because we are moving more and more. We as a church are growing. Again, we're in process. Yes. And we're growing more and more in this area of discipleship and growing together. And so it's exciting.
0: It is. All right. So, so mm-hmm. let me ask you this you know, you, you lead and oversee lots of groups. You know, mm-hmm. it's actually kind of a running joke around this mm-hmm. to have just how many women's groups you lead and oversee here. And so mm-hmm. you, you have a lot of experience of, of getting to see these things. So um, especially for people listening right now that, that are either, you know, group leaders for a life group, for a women's mm-hmm. group, a men's group, um, or are considering that or saying, maybe God is calling me to do this, but I'm not quite sure um, what I'm supposed to do.
1: Right. Um, yeah. I'd love to
0: get your insight on just what are some things that you've seen and that you've practiced that have been helpful in maximizing group time so that it becomes, uh, so that it moves away from being a time where people are sharing on the surface and really mm-hmm. digs into that discipleship. Growth is being pursued. People are spurring one another on.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a couple of different elements, answers to that. And when I first, my first thought too is it for the people who are thinking gosh maybe this is something god has for you and again this kind of ties into the whole idea of my first thought is again it's prayer i mean one of the first elements again it's basic we know but what i mean by prayer is for those who are thinking about maybe god maybe this has you have something for me Uh, realizing that praying it through, getting that confirmation. um, And also for me personally, what I realized God's called me to do in specifically, especially these groups that I lead um, and kind of shepherd is praying for the, the women throughout the week, praying for them so that when we come together, your life group, your Bible study, whatever it is, You've prayed through things all week long, and you're praying for their hearts to be open as well as your own, and um, starting with prayer. I mean, this is part of how I always do things is we always begin with prayer. It's not necessarily always me, but casting that vision that, God, we we come here because we love you. We want to grow in you, and we need you. So again, it's just setting kind of the mood, setting the the course of okay. God, come in this today, and all that we do, and grow us together in you. Um, and closing with prayer, as well. But um, another element is just as a leaders, I think being authentic, being real. Um, people learn. I mean, I. It, share my my highs as well as my lows that we're all on like we talked about we're all on this journey right. and so god people like to hear stories you know of what god what's god's doing in our lives and so for all of you as leaders especially and for all of us sharing with other people um uh, this is what god's done in my life this week um one, uh, way, one element, too, that we've added in Monday mornings always do is a time of sharing praise reports before we even start into our devotion or our discussion time. And that gives people opportunity to say, this is what God's done in my life. So, again, casting that vision that God works does answer prayers, He's faithful and, and such. Um, so I think those are some key things. Uh, but also I'd probably say the most effective uh, element is one that I'm very passionate about. Yeah, and that is... This is what I wanted to get <laughs> I know, to. I know, I yes. know. I just wanted to... I didn't want to like jump there. That's I wanted all right. To say, You're okay, doing there's, great. There's steps. But I knew we were going to get yeah, to this one. Yeah, this is my passion. And that is small groups. I mean, I, this is something I've seen, not just here at this church, but other church church that I worked at or was involved with. And that is the dynamic um, of what happens where we have a, a large group. And what I mean by large, anything over eight people, especially, um, that people need a safe place to grow people need a place that they're going to feel valued and so for our monday groups we always towards the end second half or at least towards the second portion we break into small groups and what i mean by that is sometimes it's two people sometimes it's three sometimes it's four but never more than that so that we can create that that place where people feel like they can actually um open up a bit And not all of us are extroverts, so people need a place where they feel safe. And I have just seen the miraculous happen. People who came, I've even had women who say, I'd never wanted to come to your groups because I didn't want to get into a small group. (laughs) They came for the, they say, I came for the quiet time study. But they, once people taste it and learn that the beauty and, and how good it feels to actually share your prayer needs, but then have people praying for you and to start to pray yourself and it's safe. It's like people come alive. And I see women coming, these same women that say that, they say, and these are women, and again, not to put down BSF or any other thing, but play, they've been involved in, in a lot of these are mature Christian women, but who've never had the opportunity. Sure.
0: They're not like grow, unaware like the, of the scriptures. No, yeah. no,
1: they're just—it's uncomfortable. It's—it's it's, uh, out of their comfort zone. And so now we're creating in our time together, both a group discussion, a devotion, what you know, in Bible study or a curriculum or quiet time study. And now we're breaking it down. And what I've even started doing, realizing is even more effective. Um, in the last couple months, is that we still save portion of our quiet time study to discuss in the really small group. Hmm. And the women love that because then the quieter women um, or the newer women start to share. And then also, this is that place where women start to pray. And I have found these same women that are so afraid, even didn't come for a long time, are now the women that are leading in prayer in our big group, you know, and everyone's sharing in our big group. And and it's not only that, These um, this is probably the, one of the greatest things that happen is we 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 grow best through relationships. It's that whole element, not just a healthy and growing, but full of love. And so then you see that happen in these relationships where women bond, and then they go and do things, and they can't wait to see each other, and they're you know up rejoicing with one another or mourning with one another. It's just beautiful. So again, I I'm passionate about that because I see. I see the results yeah. continually. Well, and it yeah. seems
0: like it's it's such a, an effective way um, to put people in a position where they're sort of, they're they're gently mm-hmm. forced into a position where they've got to participate, they've got right. to get real. Because mm-hmm. you yes. do think yes. about it, you yes. say even in, in a, yeah. even in a group of eight or 10, which isn't a massive you group. You can kind
1: of hide a little you, bit. Yeah, you can kind yeah. of hide.
0: You can, even if you speak, you could give answers that are a little bit on the surface, right. just sort yeah, of yeah. like, that's what that means. Mm-hmm. Whereas, and this is where even in the discipleship project, where the, the way some people are going to mm-hmm. participate in this will be through one-on-one.
1: Right. And it's like, yeah.
0: with one-on-one, pretty hard to hide. Yes, Like, yes. it's noticeable if uh-huh. you're not talking. <laughs> but even with these groups, yeah. to say, if, if you're having these ladies break up into groups of three, it's pretty noticeable if two mm. are talking and one isn't. Right. And there's yeah. the chance to draw that other person out and say, all right, we, we haven't heard from you yet.
1: Yeah. And it happens naturally. Yes. It happens uh it's just so beautiful. I'll never forget a time where uh, a gal who was really new, very very fragile person, I think in her what was going on in her life, and she we were in a group of three, and she said right away she came with a friend, I'm not going to pray, and I said no problem, you don't have to, you know, um, you can agree with prayer if you want, or you just um, she let us take a prayer need of hers, but then once I was sharing my prayer need. Um, it had to do with um, a neat, one of my da- our children is adopted, and some some things that she was going through. My adopted daughter, Grace, and so she. All of a sudden, she just like opened up and shared her it story. broke down yeah. a barrier. And then she wanted to pray um, to share her needs. But then she participated in the prayer time as well. It was like all of a sudden, this this wall or this fear just was gone. And God, we see this over links up in our small groups. Every week, we hear these stories. God knew just who I needed in my small hmm. group. We connected over this. So again, God's even intentional in how he even puts us all yeah, together. Absolutely, you know?
0: when I think this is a, a neat thing, and mm-hmm. and for for people who might not be a part of LBF Church listening to this, but especially right. for those who are part of our church, um, to look at this and if somebody is saying, all right, I'm a life group leader, I'm trying to figure out as a life group leader how the discipleship stuff fits in.
1: Right. To yes, say yeah. there are
0: things within this group that God has already placed you in, yeah. that you're already together, and so let's say there's 12 mm-hmm. of you that are meeting every week or every yeah. other week, mm-hmm. You can have times where you say, we're going to break up into Mm -hmm. groups of three within our group time. Yes. It doesn't even have to be a separate meeting. Yeah. And yeah, to either say, we're going to do prayer requests, Mm -hmm. or we're going to have you, you know, everybody answer this one question before you pray. Right. It's just, it's it's a way right then and there to say, for the Mm -hmm. people that may have already been benefiting from the time, to make sure that they leave with this sense of, um, Mm -hmm. I'm not just attending a life group so that... I can say I'm part of the body of Christ, but man, I I walked away being reminded there's things God is calling me to do, and right. I've got brothers and sisters yes. to partner with me in that
1: exactly. And I think that um, there's so many things that that come into that smaller group that too many people are missing out on. And you know, the, the again, I'll just reiterate: the smaller the group, uh, the safer people feel. The smaller the group, the more they're going to open up and. Also, the smaller the group, the deeper they're going to go in the things that they're going to share, um, the needs they have. This is where you see at times both laughter but tears because all of a sudden they're opening up. Gosh, you know, I'm putting on this facade. I'm doing pretty good. But deep inside, this is what's happening yeah. in my life. I think also what's really beautiful um, in these small group times is, again, us, we as leaders, you know, these we're we want people to be disciples of Christ. <laughs> you know, we're on this journey too. Absolutely. So it's good yeah. for us to get out of the picture. And what I find is then I hear women encouraging one another, um, people sharing things, but there's this disc um, back and forth of fellowship that is spurring one another, loving one another, encouraging, going deeper that does not happen in larger groups. Yeah. And so again, I think it's just so valuable. So when any of our groups, even if like have like a, eight people in your group, you know, break into twos um, or break into um, you know a couple twos and a three or however that looks, but in a sense of try it out is what I would really uh, suggest. Yeah. Well, yeah. What,
0: one of the other things you mentioned that I, I didn't want to lose was mm-hmm. just you. You talked about i um, sort of you leading the way with mm-hmm. authenticity, mm-hmm. With, with sharing about how God's at work in your life. Right. Yeah. And I think you know whether we're talking about a larger group kind of a mid-sized group or even mm-hmm. a one-on-one, that, that, that to me is so significant because mm-hmm. one of the things that you're doing when you do that is you're communicating to everyone who's listening, it is normal for God to be at work in your life it mm-hmm. is normal to see prayers answered. It is normal to be right. dealing, yes. wrestling yes. with sin yes. and dealing with all these Absolutely. things. Yeah. And so for somebody that's coming and saying, I, I don't know if what I'm going through is normal, yeah. or even if they're saying on yeah. the other side like, uh, I'm doing fine. Yeah. I don't feel like I need to try to be a, you know, a super yeah. Christian right. that you're yeah. just communicating. It's normal that I'm sharing the gospel. It's normal right. that I'm praying. Yeah. And that's so it's contagious. So true.
1: It's so exactly. And it's so interesting because it's exactly what I was talking. I'm in the season with the gals on Mondays where, um, you know, I told them, I feel like God is really calling me to just share my my life with God, with them. You know, to be more specific in the details. Um, you know, I gave this example with them of when, uh, when I was teaching at a gospel shelter years ago and I was all ready to give this message to this huge room full of, of women. And God said, okay, change your plans here. You're not going to share the message. And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? And again, that prompting of the Spirit, where you, you, know, you know in your heart what he's saying. He said, share with them our day, hmm. share with them, you know, what we had together. And I was thinking, so again, I went up in front of everybody. I said, you know, I had this great message, but God has something different. And I think it was probably the most impactful time I ever shared. But with my Monday morning gals, I said, um, have been saying, that's what I feel God's saying to me right now, is we need to have a culture where we are sharing what is what does it look like in our day? What does our quiet time look like, or Bible study time, or or our walk throughout the day look like? And so that's what we are doing more and more. And so I think that ties into just share your story. And again, I share my my struggles and as well as my highs. I mean, like we've talked about before, I'll, I might say, "Gosh, you know, I." I bluff, you know, I said this to someone. It didn't come out right. It was wrong. I had to call her up. And God's working on my heart in this area. And, you know, again, we're we're in process.
0: Absolutely. But
1: making yeah. our spiritual journey, our, our this whole exciting life in Christ, um, be something that we all understand better. And so that makes people want to join in. Exactly. You know? Yeah, so, that
0: is kind of an inherent invitation mm-hmm. to be a part of it. Yeah.
1: But and well, let so, me ask
0: you this, just right now um lots of people who are a part of the church are praying through the 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 um the question that we've put out to people pray through father please lead me in how you're calling me to participate in the discipleship at this church so just Mm -hmm. for you Mm -hmm. i i'd love for you just to give a brief word of encouragement how would you encourage people that right now are praying and still Mm -hmm. unclear about their place in all of this
1: right oh i that's a great question, and my thoughts on that are, uh, first of all, um, God has given each one of us, we were sealed with the Holy Spirit, okay? So what I love um, in Scripture is that we see people who just instantly, when they come to know Christ, have something to share, you know, the women at the well, the, the, um, the blind Uh, man who all of a sudden is talking to the Pharisees and this beautiful discourse of, you know, I don't know, but I was blind and now I see. So again, there's this element of our Christian um, inheritance in Christ that we, from our babyhood even, um, can make a difference in other people's lives. Now, I I really encourage, you know, in your early season, having someone who's, we always want someone who is ahead of us. But for those of you who maybe feel like, gosh, you know, I have I know the word and I have a I'm growing in my relationship and I feel sent, God sensing sense God leading me to reach out and and disciple someone else. I would just say continue to pray about that because I will believe it prob, probably is of the Lord and he's going to confirm it to you. And um you know, it's going to be something that God uses in your life to grow you um, to draw you closer to him and um, gain knowledge of his word, because what's wonderful is once you get into those relationships, some of my most wonderful relationships were like this, um, especially with some younger gals. And I learned so much from them. I learned so much by their their zeal and their questions. And and so again, it's one of the most fulfilling uh, part, aspects of our, our Christian walk, I think. For so sure. I say great, <laughs> That's right. Go for it. Go for it. Good. So well, Mari, yeah.
0: thank you so much for yeah. participating in this and for the things that you shared.
1: Yeah, thank um, you for having me.
0: Absolutely, and it's a blessing. And, and thank you to, to yeah. all of you who listened yeah. or watched. You can can see all the episodes of the Christian Contrast on our YouTube page for Life Bible Fellowship Church. Mm -hmm. And you can also download all the episodes if you want to listen to them on your phone Mm -hmm. um, just by going to iTunes and downloading the Christian Contrast. Mm -hmm. And so also we post these things on our Facebook page um, and our group page. So if you want to interact, if you have questions, suggestions for future episodes, please Mm -hmm. go and participate there. So Marnie, once Uh, again, thanks so much for the time. Thank you so
1: much for having me.
0: And uh, for those of you who are Mm -hmm. listening, we'll talk to you next episode.